Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Oh, it's been a big show so far, and it only gets bigger. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us via the Goodyear hotline. Stories all over the place. You just heard two little bits of breaking news today. First of all, it's baseball. The Cleveland Indians officially changing their name to the Cleveland Guardians at the start of the 2022 season. And that was something that was coming for quite some time, considering how much uh, they had wanted to seemingly get more politically correct, and not just politically correct, more sensitive to the fact that the name Indians was insensitive to many groups across the country. So credit the Indians for doing just that, creating more sensitivity with this move to become the Cleveland Guardians at the start of next year. And then in the last few minutes, we find out that Michael Thomas of the Saints is going to miss a lot of time, at least the start of the season. Now this from Ian Rappaport, it is recommended that he gets four months of rest. So if you do the math on that, and I'm not a math guy really, that would put a Michael Thomas potential return toward the end of November. That is a long time for the New Orleans Saints to be without their star wide receiver. Again, he had surgery today on his ankle. Big story of yesterday, the NFL mandating that the possibility of games being canceled would would now almost fully rest on the players who are not vaccinated. What did they do? Here's what it was. The players who are not vaccinated, if they cost, uh, if they cause an outbreak on their team, and as a result, a game is canceled and cannot be rescheduled in the framework of the 18-game season, they will forfeit that game. It will hurt them toward their playoff seating, and neither team in the game will get a game check. That was truly the bomb that the NFL dropped on the players yesterday in doing everything they can to force the players to get vaccinated without actually technically forcing them. Take a listen to Ezekiel Elliott of the Cowboys as he's getting asked about it yesterday and what seems most important in this. If unvaccinated players create an outbreak, a team could be forced to forfeit, and if that happens, players from both teams will miss their game checks then. Um, you said game check? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you just told me something new, but like I said, it's everyone's body. You got to respect that. You can't just, I mean, a check is only monetary. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, you can't put a price on someone's health or, you know, what they think will make them feel good or not make them feel good. So, I mean, that's, like I said, you're kind of walking the tight line. Well, actually, you can put a price on someone's health because NFL players do it every single year when they sign a contract. And Ezekiel Elliott went through that, was willing to put a certain price on what his health was worth because it is the position that arguably takes the most abuse. But, of course, that's going to be the primary headline out of it. Players not getting paid. A couple of things to keep in mind, though. This is nothing new from last year. The only thing that's new is that we have a vaccine now. This same policy was in place last season. 
but it never happened. A game never got canceled because the NFL moved heaven and earth to make sure that every game did get played. And you can bet they're going to do the same thing this year. This is just in case they can't actually get it rescheduled within the framework so that they're not putting off the playoffs for another week. They're not going to do that. And it does add that little pressure to the players. Also creates a little bit of a divide among players as far as who thinks they should get vaccinated and who thinks they shouldn't. We've seen members of the Buffalo Bills already going back and forth on social media about it. But the idea that the players wouldn't get paid for a game that wasn't played, they aren't game checks. That shouldn't be surprising. And while it might be unfair to a team that was ready to play, if it's not played, revenue is not generated for the network that paid all the money for it. Think about NBC last year. Down the stretch of the season, one of the most uh, revenue-generating games that they have, probably the second most revenue-generating game during the regular season there is, is Thanksgiving night. Why? Because you've got all of the Black Friday advertising on Thanksgiving night. It was supposed to be the Ravens and the Steelers. That game got pushed back six days and was played at 3 o'clock in the afternoon the following Wednesday. Think of all that advertising that was lost. Did the NFL give the money back to the, the network, to NBC, for that situation with all the money they lost in advertising? I don't know. I'm pretty confident saying probably not at that point. So when that's the case, if the league now has to give back some of that money moving forward or make the networks whole, the players have to share in that responsibility if the game is not played because some of the players were not vaccinated. It is a a very delicate tightrope that has to be walked, but in a lot of ways it's not because the league is still going to do everything they can. So it's a big story, but it's not the biggest story of all because if you right now believe that a game's actually going to get canceled after we have a vaccine, I think you're not paying attention to really how well they functioned last year to make sure that all of the games didn't get canceled. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your take on that. Your take on the NFL teams who are making the playoffs this year who didn't last year. Like maybe the San Diego Chargers, San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. Like maybe the Miami Dolphins. I think they're making the playoffs. I think the Chargers are making the playoffs. Absolutely believe that. Hiring can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. But when you post a job on ZipRecruiter, their matching technology finds these qualified candidates for you and invites them to apply. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash You absolutely have to check it out. ZipRecruiter.com slash Up next, the SEC may be adding two powerhouses, but when and what happens to the Big 12? We'll tell you in moments. Chris Carlin for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. 
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Seismic shift in college athletics afoot once again. Seems like every couple of years we've got it. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. And as always, sponsored by... Samsung Galaxy. Reddit user Jot1073 says, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and ask, am I ready for this life? You won't be able to go back to mediocre after this. So are you ready for this life? Find out at samsung.com slash reserve. So this just in the last little while from the Austin American Statesman, and it has been confirmed by ESPN, Texas and Oklahoma could make their move to the SEC official in a matter of weeks. ESPN confirmed that earlier. Uh, The Austin American Statesman reported that a Big 12 source believed the talks between the SEC and the two schools have been ongoing, and Texas A&M has been completely left out of it. (laughs) And, boy, if you got any kind of a feel from Jimbo Fisher – and the Texas A&M AD yesterday, they were not pleased with the prospect of having another team from the state of Texas join the SEC. I have news for you. This is not unexpected, and it's not anything that we didn't talk about four or five years ago. We were talking about maybe the Pac-12 for Oklahoma or for Texas. This has been going on for quite some time. It is all about power and all about money right now. And the of the Power Five, the conference that has been the most vulnerable is the Big 12. Here's Paul Feinbaum on the situation. You know, the ACC, I think, will pick somebody off. Uh, the Pac-12 will have to. The Big 10 will have to go shopping. And I think we're going to see another uh, wild, wild west gold rush here 
uh, in college football, and, and you'll be you'll, you'll you'll basically see a bunch of super teams. And and you know, the SEC at sixteen, I'm not sure it stops there. Uh, you know, we, we just may end up with two or th- with three super conferences, uh, and your only relevance now is you know, being in one of those and and getting in the college football playoff. Yeah, that is a minimum, a minimum of four super conferences, probably three. And what you're eventually going to see is all of those major conferences break away from the NCAA and be their own entity. And I tell you what, for Texas and Oklahoma. It makes all the sense in the world. What do you need to do every year now? Even with a 12-team playoff, you have to strengthen your resume in every way possible. Does it ever really help Texas or Oklahoma when they're playing Kansas State or when they're playing Rice or when they're playing against Iowa State in the Big 12? It really doesn't. It doesn't. Later in the year, it comes back to bite them. And do you think any of them want to be in a position of not making it to the college football playoff when the reason is that their schedule is not strong enough and their competition is not strong enough? Now, having said that, there's no doubt that the conference like the Pac-12 is licking its chops right now. Who can we pick off from the Big 12 and bring them in and strengthen our conference? Can we bring Baylor into the Pac-12? Where do they end up? Can we bring in Iowa State into the Big 10 and have a natural Iowa State-Iowa rivalry every year? There absolutely will be some cherry-picking. And as always, in this kind of game of musical chairs... There is going to be some schools left without a home. And then they're going to have to go and start talking to the AAC about maybe forming a new conference altogether. But just what would possibly happen if this fell through and Texas and Oklahoma actually had to go back to the Big 12? How would that go? Here's Heather Dinich, ESPN College Football Reporter. If Texas and Oklahoma have taken it this far. How do you stay, right? And you've kind of gone through that before. It's like a player who enters the transfer portal and doesn't get picked up. What's that like going back into the locker room? (laughs) You don't want to be with that team, right? Do they want you? So it's just all about about relationships and, and how that plays out, too. Listen, if the SEC doesn't take them, somebody else will. Somebody, The Big Ten would be all over that. They would do everything they could to get Texas and Oklahoma involved in a heartbeat. I don't think you'll ever see those two schools play in the Big 12 ever again just because of that fact. Where would they be better off playing? In the Big 12 or in the Big 10 if somehow the SEC deal didn't work out? And the answer to that is it's not close. They would be much better off when it comes to the college football playoff of playing in the Big Ten. The SEC, for those two schools, it only strengthens what's already a tremendous, tremendous conference. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Up next, the NFL COVID-19 vaccine memo yesterday that was sent out 
is making a whole lot of waves. So how is this going to be affecting players making money moving forward and the league teams making money moving forward? We're going to ask our insider in moments. Country versus country, you versus the home printer. No matter the competition, you need natural fuel. Almonds are exactly that. Fuel for the best you. Almonds are natural, energy-packed, stay-on-task, and feel-good fuel to power you through. California almonds, own your every day, every day. Chris Carlin for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Greeny, the podcast. Weekly Rewind, brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. I'm beginning to feel like the new NFL contracts included a clause about asking about Aaron Rodgers for every single interview that's done with NFL reporters. And fear not, we will get to it in just a few moments with Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL insider, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Jeremy, Chris Carlin in for Greeny today. Appreciate the time. And just want to get your initial reaction when you saw the memo that the league put out yesterday regarding COVID-19 and players potentially having to forfeit not just games, but paychecks if there's no games played because of a COVID-19 outbreak on a team with unvaccinated players. Hey, Chris, it's great to be with you. And, you know, my first reaction was the show must go on. You know, this is a multi-billion dollar business. The NFL is not going to jeopardize any games, uh, just like last year. And so, you know, last year they were scrambling just to move games around to Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You know, this year they don't want to do as much of that, and they want to make sure everything gets in, especially with an extra game. They know it can get complicated. And so, you know, they're trying to be aggressive now to get out in front of this. Uh, while, you know, trying to at least show the perception that there's compassion here and that uh, health and safety is paramount, which, you know, I think it is. 
Um, but th- there's there are so many layers to this with, you know, on the vaccination front, because you have a lot of players around the league, star players who don't want to get it done, and they might not get it done at all and might stand on, on a principle here. And so that creates bigger problems for teams than uh, originally thought. Well, that's where we should go first, because we saw DeAndre Hopkins comment yesterday, Jeremy. We saw a couple of members of the Bills going back and forth a little bit about it on Twitter. How big of an issue is this going to become, in your estimation, in locker rooms here as camp begins? Well, you know, it won't be as big of a deal in camp. You know, I talked to some people in Pittsburgh when they opened camp. They just said, look, if somebody's not vaccinated, you know, they wear their mask. They're socially distanced, but it's not like they're ostracized, you know, or it's not like there are vaccination checks at the door. People who know who's vaccinated, who's not, and you just move on. Um, you know, the bigger issue lies with the games. If things are going to be jeopardized, practices jeopardized, then you're affecting everybody's paycheck. That, that was in place last year. It's just the difference is now there are stronger rules imposed against the team and, and playoff standing and those, those sort of things. And so, I, you know, because game checks can be forfeited, that's why you saw so many you know, the league pursuing Tuesday and Wednesday night games so much because they had to do something. So you could see something similar this year. Um, and, and so, you know, we'll see. It's going to be uh, – you're really going to see business affected because you got guys who potentially are looking at contract extensions uh, that might not be vaccinated, and that could slow talks. I've heard that in at least one, one instance league-wide. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL Insider, joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today. You know, the other part is I'm interested to know with with new TV contracts and such, considering what happened, I wonder if there's something in there that would make the league have to give some money back if a game is missed and then kind of that loss gets on passed on to the players here. Yeah, it's possible. So you broke up there a little bit. You're saying who who would be paying back? So that if if the league lost, let's say, a, even a major game that could right. not be rescheduled, if they would have to potentially pay back part of that to one of the networks, and then that money, then kind of that loss gets trickled down to the players. Right. Yeah, that would be an unfulfilled promise uh, to the league that's paying for those games. So you have probably offset language in the contracts that, that addresses that in, in general terms, you know, whether it's a natural uh, disaster of some sort or a pandemic, you know, so um, usually those, those contracts should be ironclad to address that and where, where both parties could be at fault or the league would have to pay some back. They have a reserve for that kind of thing for emergencies. Um, but as you saw last year, they were aggressive in filling those games and that would be the same case. And they're hoping that the outbreaks would be much smaller uh, this time around. I know some, there's been an uptick in uh, COVID positives in some parts of the country recently, but uh, you know the the vaccinations have, have been you know for the most part very successful. Jeremy, how does the NFLPA approach this right now? What would their reaction have been from yesterday? Well, you know, for them, it's more that uh, this is pretty much status quo. You know, there was there was always a. Um, urgency with, with these games and, and getting guys vaccinated and you know they've been all for that push uh, the problem is now they're getting some push back from players which you know with a 2,000 person body of, of NFL players that's going to happen um, but the outcry is pretty strong right now so I think they're you know they're fighting for their players in the sense that you know they want to make sure these teams are not discriminating against who's vaccinated and who's not um, you know all, all the league can do is incentivize which they're clearly doing here 
um, but they can't tell anybody to get vaccinated. So that hasn't changed. So it does put the PA in a bit of a tough spot uh, that they're trying to navigate. But, um, you know, they, they're on constant calls with, with players and, and player reps every week. And so I'm sure uh, usually Friday nights those happen. I'm sure this one will be pretty fruitful. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL insider, joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. All right, Jeremy, as we approach camp, we've got the Cowboys, we've got the Steelers already in camp. What, outside of the dreaded words of Aaron Rodgers, are the storylines that have you most intrigued with camp approaching? Yeah, so you got uh, another quarterback, Deshaun Watson. I mean, his, his case is pretty stagnant. and. Uh, you know, there's questions about whether he'll show up or not, but I, I believe from asking around that the Texans have moved on. So, you know, a trade could happen eventually. Xavier uh, Howard, cornerback out of Miami, is very unhappy with his contract. He's unhappy with the team. So you could see him hold out. That, that's a legitimate holdout option. Uh, there aren't many this time of year because the fines are so steep and you can't reverse them for veterans. Um, but in his case, I think he might be willing to do it to, to prove a point. Yeah, it's interesting. We saw Stephon Gilmore actually report yesterday another one that could have potentially held out are are there a lot of guys that would have thought about it that are not doing it now now that those fines cannot be forgiven probably and it also depends on the team i mean some some teams wouldn't forgive those anyways um the patriots probably being one i'm guessing (laughs) uh and so um you know and and with stefan gilmore and the patriots they've at least had talks about an extension um nothing uh nothing too intense yet so there's at least a little hope there. They, they want to solve it and keep him. And, uh, it's man, it's, it's been tough to hold out for a while. You just don't see it as much. I mean, Melvin Gordon tried it a few years back, and, and it backfired. You know, he lost millions of dollars. And uh, he did get his fine situated, but, he, you know, he lost a, a contract offer that was on the table that was better than the one he signed in Denver a year later. So um, it, it's certainly a gamble that most aren't willing to do. I think most agents advise their players to, to show up. Um, but there are exceptions. Greeny, brought to you by Samsung Galaxy. Reddit user Ja1073 says you got to look yourself in the mirror and ask, am I ready for this life? You won't be able to go back to mediocre after this. Are you ready for this life? Find out at samsung.com slash reserve. Two more for our insider on the NFL. That's Jeremy Fowler joining us. All right, I have to ask, what's the latest? Aaron Rodgers, what's the deal? You had to ask. It's man, it's it's a, a tough story, but just asking around uh, league wide, you know, the, the sense I get is like, most people believe that he doesn't want to play there, and if he shows up, he'll be it'll be begrudgingly, he'll do it unhappily, um, and it could be awkward. Uh, and so, you know, he has not tipped his hand either way, which has sort of fueled the anxiety there. Um, you know, the team is still hopeful, but uh, they have made no efforts to trade him. It would take a you know ridiculous offer for them to even think about it at this point. They've tried to stay true to that. And, uh, yeah, they have, the Packers have a shareholder meeting coming up on Monday. It's publicly owned. And so I'm guessing Aaron Rodgers will wait till after that to, to make any sort of play. You know, he'll let, let them stew a little bit perhaps. And, uh, yeah, the fireworks will go off. If you had to bet on the outcome right now, and I know that's hard to say, would it be a trade? Would it be – a shortening of the contract or would it be Aaron Rodgers plan for the Packers this year on his contract or not plan for the Packers? So this close to camp, 
I, I think that he'll end up playing this year. They'll find a way to separate after the year. I really, I really do. Just you know, play it out. Let's do one more year. Um, you know, unless they can come to like a great guarantee structure in a two to three year deal, but it, it doesn't seem to be about money for him at this point. Um, you know, I think he wants to see changes that that aren't happening or probably won't happen. So um, it, it's a matter of can he just you know not smile in the hallway when he sees the general manager, but then go out there and play. Hmm. Um, he probably can, and it's probably not an issue in that sense. Um, but, you know, give Jordan Love an extra year to develop. That, that seems like the clearest path to me. They could put a poison pill on his contract that says that, you know, we have to trade you by a certain date. Um, his trade market, I, I don't know. I don't know if it'd be great right now, to be honest, because they're so close to camp. I just, even a team like Denver that would love him, you know, it's a tough ask. Now it's, it's Aaron Rodgers, so you'd probably make it work, but. Um, I, I just seem to think either he sits out this year or, you know, he, he, he plays it out, whether he shows up closer to week one, waits a few weeks, let camp develop, incur a few fines, and then, and then be on his way. Jeremy, appreciate the insight as always. Thanks very much. Hey, thanks, Chris. Appreciate you. Yep. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL insider with us. 888, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. The Olympic opening ceremony occurred in Tokyo. Summer Games News and Notes brought to you by California Almonds. Representing your country or representing your trivia team. Almonds are natural fuel for the best you. California Almonds, own your every day, every day. 888-729-3776. Who's making the playoffs that didn't last year? And who isn't making the playoffs that did last year? Let's go. Get into your calls here shortly at 888-SAY-ESPN. First up, though, I want to get into some over-unders. And we're going to do that after we tell you about ZipRecruiter. If you're a business owner who's hiring, it could feel like trying to thread a needle, or find a needle in a haystack. But when you post a job on ZipRecruiter, their matching technology finds these qualified candidates for you and invites them to apply. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So while other companies give you too many options, ZipRecruiter finds you that needle in a haystack. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greenie. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Back to the calls momentarily. Load them up at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'm telling you right now, of the teams that made the playoffs last year, Pittsburgh will not Ben Roethlisberger is not going to have a good year, and it's over. I don't believe in Carson Wentz in Indianapolis just from a health standpoint. I don't think the Colts will make the playoffs. And on the flip side, in the NFC, I have to tell you, I don't see the Bears making the playoffs. It'll be a growth year for Justin Fields, but I don't expect him to be great right out of the gate. He will be eventually, just not this year. And the Saints with their quarterback situation, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, And now Michael Thomas, the news today that he's getting ankle surgery, just had it and will probably miss the beginning, will definitely miss the beginning of the season and could rest for up to four months. That would put his return somewhere around the end of November. The Saints are not making the playoffs. 888-SAY-ESPN. 
Over under prop bets, though. I am a prop bet sucker. Caesars William Hill. Devin Kane going to throw out the options at me. Let's make it happen, Captain. It's over under season, Chris. Are you ready? Oh, always ready for over under. Always. Right. Let's start with uh, let's start with Carson Wentz. He's got a new home in Indianapolis. Over under twenty four and a half passing touchdowns this season. I just told you he's not going to stay healthy. Let's keep it clear. Carson Wentz under twenty four and a half touchdown passes. That may seem like an extreme bet, but that's how confident I am that Carson Wentz, even though he's back with Frank Reich, is just somebody that can't stay on the field consistently enough. How about Patrick Mahomes, 38-and-a-half passing touchdowns? Oh, that's over. Lock it in. Come on. Lock a dini You have to lock that in. Do you not? That's over 38-and-a-half. That's what we call free money. Free money. Patrick Mahomes over 38-and-a-half. I'm with you. Let's, let's go with the guy who beat him in the Super Bowl last year, Tom Brady. Over under 35-and-a-half passing touchdowns. Too many weapons going over. Too many weapons going over. Everybody returns for Pete's sake. Yeah, I'm going with Brady. Over 35 and a half touchdown passes. That also feels like free money. All right, we're going to get to two guys, rookie quarterbacks. First up, Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick. Over under 24 and a half passing touchdowns. Love Trevor Lawrence. Love him. Love him so much I'd hug him right now if I saw him. Over 24 and a half touchdown passes. Trevor Lawrence will have a Justin Herbert type season this year he will throw for 30 touchdowns and he may only throw for 12 or 13 interceptions that's how much i love him how about zach wilson over under 20 and a half passing touchdowns i'll go over i'll go over not by much i think for zach wilson a really good year would be 25 touchdowns 12 or 13 interceptions, 3,500 yards passing. I think the Jets would sign for that right now. And my only thing is that Zach Wilson, you know, before last year, he was not exactly a standout quarterback at BYU. Had injury problems, yes, but actually had to fight to get his job back. He was spectacular this past season. All right, let's go with the other quarterback in New York, Daniel Jones, Mm -hmm. over under... 37,000, sorry, 3,000. That'd be a lot of, that'd be a lot of passing that'd yards. That'd be a hell of a season. 3,700 and a half passing yards. Yeah, let's go over 3,700 and a half passing yards. Uh, Kenny Galladay, if he stays healthy, obviously adds a lot to that offense. And Saquon Barkley, if he stays healthy, is going to catch 75 passes for the Giants this year. Over. Lock it in. Baker Mayfield, 28 and a half. What do you think? Why is everybody hammering Baker Mayfield? Is there no belief that he's actually grown up a little bit? There doesn't seem to be. I think Baker Mayfield, over 28 and a half touchdown passes. You got to jump on that, but only if you're interested in making money. This one to me seems like a big number. Dak Prescott, over under 4,750 and a half passing yards. Under. That, that, that number is what we call in the business and also in the weight world heavy. That number's heavy. Not unlike myself. Let's, <laughs> let's keep that under right there. All right, let's get to one more before we get to some calls. Mm. 
Lamar Jackson, 925 and a half rushing yards. Wow, that's a good number. I'll go over. I'm over happy today. I mean, he's just so light. He's lightning in the open field. I'm going to go over. I think he'll. I think he'll get a thousand yards this year rushing. That's what I do. Love it. Love it. I'm in a making money business, and I think with those kind of picks, and I don't want to make myself to be an expert, even though I really am. Uh, you will make money with those picks and listening to what I just said. If you're not interested in that, okay, I can't help you. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. couple of calls, let's get them in. Donovan in Virginia, up next on Greedy on ESPN Radio. Donovan, what's up? What's going on, man? Hey, I think the Raiders will make the playoffs because they hired the Chargers' former defensive coordinator, and they got Casey Hayward. So to me, that is all it means. Hey, Herbert, we know about you, man. We know what happens when you touch your elbow on third down, man. We know about the audibles, <laughs> man. The Raiders making the playoffs. I don't hate it. I don't know that I am mentally there yet, but I don't hate it. John in Arizona. John, what's up, bud? Hey, how you doing this morning? I'm doing great, John. How you doing? Good, good, good. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about the Arizona Cardinals. I think they made some great uh, moves bringing in A.J. Green and J.J. Watt. I think J.J. is going to bring some leadership to that uh, young defensive squad. I love Isaiah Simmons and uh, uh, the Collins kid that got out of Tulsa. Mm. So with the receiving corps, I, I definitely think Arizona should make the playoffs. But the one thing I say, and I want, this is what I want you to comment on, they got a tough schedule. Listen, they they do have a very tough schedule, and I'll pull it up in front of me just to remind myself. But I, I have to tell you, uh, my I'm skeptical about the AJ Green JJ Watt thing. You know, JJ Watt in Arizona, it it's a move that you have to make if you're the Cardinals. But what exactly is left for JJ Watt? I don't know. Boy, you look at the Cardinals' schedule. It is not easy at all. Beginning on the road at Tennessee, Minnesota at home at Jacksonville, which will be no day at the beach, at the Rams, San Francisco at Cleveland. Oofah. That is a tough stretch. And then it's Houston at home. Okay. Green Bay, San Francisco. That is a tough, tough schedule for the Cardinals. That is not going to be an easy road to the postseason. So, yeah, I'm not putting the Cardinals in the playoffs. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If you missed any of the show, if you missed Jeremy Fowler filling you in on the NFL COVID-19 memo, if you missed June Lee earlier on the trade deadline and the Indians' name change to the Cleveland Guardians that will be official starting next year. You, of course, can get both hours of the show posted daily as a podcast available wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, one last thing. McCormick, the company McCormick, Spices and such, you know, they are searching for a director of taco relations. It is a, it is a consulting role. Is this correct, Evan? It's consulting. I want to know how many tacos you're eating, though. 
Yeah, how many free tacos are included? $100,000 salary, but it's only over a four-month period. It's a prove-it deal. <laughs> it is a prove-it deal. You have to prove that you can be director of taco relations. I like it. See, I want, I, of course, I would walk in the door and they'd look at me and they'd say, yes, yes, you're hired, that's it. But I need job security. Somebody with my kind of taco talent does not walk in the door and take the first offer, right? I mean, that's got to be a multi-year deal. I mean, how could it not be? If you take that job and you take it on the four-month spec, what's the number of tacos quickly that you have to get? Oh, man. Over 50. Can I be done? Try 250. (laughs) Amateur Devin Kane, Greeny, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.